G'day and welcome to episode 84 of Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie, I'm your podcast host. You can check out everything we're doing right now with Wall of Sound. Just head to wallofsoundau.com and if you're on social media, go join the community. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is where you can find us. Just search for Wall of Sound AU. Get involved and let us know the bands that you want us to cover in future. Today on the show, I'm stoked to reveal I've got the man and legend that is Adam D from Killswitch Engage on. They've got their brand new album, Atonement, coming out on Friday. So we're going to chat all about that and also touch on what it was like to have former frontman Howard Jones in the studio with them. You might know there was a whole bit of drama when he left the band and Jesse Leach rejoined. They've patched and uh, amended all of their issues. Issues. They're best of friends right now, and so much so they have a fantastic song together on this new album. I'll go into detail about that and also give fans an update on Adam D and Jesse Leach's side project, Times of Grace. Now, podcast listener Scotty reached out to me and said, I have to ask this. So I hit Adam up about it, and I've got a complete update on when you can hear this follow up album, apparently, straight from the horse's mouth himself. Plus, there's plenty of new music to get through on the way, including the brand new one for Bad Wolves. I'm coming up! Now, if you're still stuck in that mindset of just knowing this band for their zombie cover, you need to get out of it and realise they are a fantastic heavy band who, unfortunately, have been showcased across the world for this ballad. They've got a great heavy sound behind them, and this new song is evident of that, so stick around for that one. But right now, let's get this on to get you nice and moist and ready for Metallica's return to Australia through October. This is Moth Into Flame on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
Hey, it's Powell from Trivium, and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall.
Can you believe it's almost been two years since Trivium released Listen in the Sentence and we still haven't seen them in Australia with a tour for it. Keeping fingers, toes and eyes crossed for an announcement for maybe the Good Things Festival or something thereabouts. But that's their song The Wretchedness Inside from that album. A wall of sound up against the wall. Another band we're hoping we see on Australian shores very soon is Korn. Now at Download Festival 2018, the one where they only played in Melbourne, um, I ran into Head afterwards and he mentioned that the band will be making their way back down under once they have a new album under their belt. Now you do know the new Korn album The Nothing comes out in October so hopefully we see something very soon whether it be early 2020 or maybe somewhere in the middle of the year next year. Either way they put out a brand new song last week and uh, I'm getting it on for you right now. This is Cold by Korn on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Step the bay 
sound up against the wall with Brownie. there from their self-titled album that's Flyleaf all around me on Wall of Sound up against the wall. It's funny because all the bands that I've played so far haven't come down under to Australia in quite a bit of time and uh, the next band is no different. In Flames they put out their new album, the 13th studio album called I The Mask back in March and still no dates and uh, it's about time we see this band make their way down to Australia. Now for those who haven't had the chance to check out the new album yet, they're heading in like a more mainstream 
kind of metal rock direction. And some fans are for it. Some have, you know, literally turned their backs because they don't want to see the band head in that direction. But either way, they put out a new video for the song Voices from the album. And I have to say, I'm actually digging this song. I'm actually digging this direction for the band. Yes, the earlier stuff was a lot heavier. But with that said, bands progress. We all know this. We all have to accept this at one way or another. And uh, I have to say, this is a great direction for In Flames. So if you haven't heard it, here it is for you right now. This is the latest single from In Flames. It's called Voices, a wall of sound up against a wall.
You're listening to Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Priest, are you there? Can you hear my voice? Do you hear my prayers? Are you out there? Forgive me, priest, for I moment teaming up with Rob Halford of Judas Priest for that one there Black Wedding and Wall of Sound up against the wall right now it's time to get a bit of D in you well hello there my name is Adam D I'm from the band Kill Switch Engage and you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall you're my least, you're my least. 
Killer Switch Engage are back with arguably one of their best albums to date, Atonement. It's coming out August 16 and here to chat all about it is the sexiest member of the band, Adam D. Welcome to the show. Wow, you find man tits and back hair sexy then, don't you? Absolutely, mate. You have no idea what goes on in this messed up, fucked up head of mine. So uh, I'll gladly have you down here and take you out for a nice coffee one oh, time. good, good. <laughs> Nice, nice, excellent. Well, I appreciate your kind words. Man. It's it's what I'm here for, compliments. And with that said, the compliments go into your work as well. Atonement, I just finished listening to it this morning, and holy shit, I've loved Killswitch Engage for years, but I feel like this is the pinnacle. This is what you guys have been working towards over the past 20 years. Well done. Wow, that's uh, great, a great compliment. Thank you, man. Jeez. The best way to sort of explain it is it encompasses everything that you've done over the past, you know, two decades together to sort of get to where you are now. Obviously, you know, when you heard the final mix and all that, do you get those feelings? Or because you've bashed out so many albums over the years, it just feels like another job, so to say. Oh, no, man. That, that, when I heard the final mixes, I was just like, thank God it's over. Uh, it was a, a long, long record process recording process for this one uh, it took about a year and a half to get done so it was just more so relief <laughs> that you've finally got it done you finally got it out there that kind of thing oh yeah and it's out of my life well when you put so much heart and soul into an album like this obviously you're saying you're working on it for over a year like do things change in the final process like say for example you you make a song six months later do you go back and revisit it and change it up again or is it like not nah, that's done we need to work on the next thing I think it's good to not go back uh, unless you really necessarily, like if everyone really doesn't like something about it. But, um, you, know, you know, I think it's, you can really overanalyze stuff the more time you give it, you know. So gut reactions are a good thing, you know. If you jump into something and, you know, you record it a certain way because it feels good, then, you know, there's a good chance that it's probably, you know, pretty good in the way it is. Uh, but, you know, there's always room for revisiting, but I think a year and a half, you know, I could have beat myself up so much, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the vision you had at the start of it might be different a year later on into it because you are a completely different person in a completely different situation in life. Oh, absolutely. I, I feel like, you know, every artist out there has had that record where they could just work on it, that record for like forever, you know, and it would never be done. Well, let's take a look at what you've done, obviously. Uh, with the band, you've collectively put out together eight studio albums with 90 songs collectively on all of those albums so far, including Atonement as well, and not including, like, standalone or side singles and all that. Obviously, you know, after all of these years, do you ever sit back and go, I really fucking love that song, or I think we absolutely nailed that track there? Like, I know it's hard to pick a favourite child or anything like that, but can you do that with any of your music? Oh God, no! I never listen to anything we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's just one of those things, you know. I I made something, I've, I've shelved it. I don't know. I never. I probably should because it's good to check your work once in a while. But uh, you know, it's I'm, I'm never really driven to listen to my own band. You know. Yeah, and I guess you know, for that matter, it would be hard because not only are you playing in the band as well too, but you also produce the albums as well. Did you produce this one too? I did, yes. So how do you switch off that part of your brain that goes, okay, this is me working with a bunch of mates, not me essentially kind of sort of being their boss? Uh, yeah, it's, it's not even that I'm, I'm a boss. It's just, uh, it's pretty much just making sure you can set aside your ego and, you know, listen to the song as a song, not as, you know, like my guitar parts. Or this needs to feature me, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's about making, making the song the best it can be, you know. 
Well, one of the best things you guys released was the first single from the album, Unleashed. And uh, we got nothing else to do but to get that song on right now. This is Killswitch Engage on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
Killswitch Engage on Wall of Sound up against the wall. The first single from their new album Atonement. It is out August 16th through Sony Records. Um, Adam, I gotta mention something. I've been highly anticipating this song that you did with Howard Jones, and I only listened to it this morning, and holy fucking shit, it was not what I was expecting. Uh, it's brutal, it's heavy, and it encompasses everything that both frontmen have delivered with Killswitch Engage over the years. Congratulations on what I'm gonna call Song of the Year. Whoa, easy there, buddy. All right. <laughs> it's, uh, it was a lot of fun to have Howard, you know, back in the fold recording some vocals. Uh, yeah, we've, we've, you know, we always love Howard. He's part of the family, man. Regardless of the fact that there's this elitism when it comes to Killswitch Engage fans, some like Howard, some like Jesse, but I think that this song is going to collectively bring everyone together and just make it one whole big loving family. Oh, that's, that's sweet. That's very sweet. <laughs> What was it like, you know, being back in the recording studio with Howard again? Obviously, you know, it's it's a big deal for fans who would love to know what it was like to have that dynamic again with the band. Was it just like old times? Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's just, there here comes his, uh, you know, his vocal and sounds like Howard. And uh, he's just, uh, in the studio, he's just a pro, man. It's like, he's got such a great voice. You can tell him exactly what you need and then he just does it, you know? And then to have the song turn out the way it did as well, like obviously you could have gone down two completely different paths. You, you've you've chosen the heavy rock song as opposed to doing like a ballad. Like what made you want to go down that direction with this song? Uh, well, I, well, I wrote a bunch of songs for this record that were definitely a, a bit more aggressive than, than usual. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, I've been craving more metal in my life, I guess. We've been, uh, I feel like we've been kind of writing some, like, you know, mid-tempo songs for quite some time. So, you know, we're going to push it. I wanted to push it a little more on this one and just kind of get the tempos up and get some more aggression in what we do, you know? Make it metal. That's where we started, you know? Yeah, and look, 20 years into it, you guys are still, you know, at the top of your game, especially when you're releasing albums like this. And, you know, you, you look at what you do with your live shows as well. We last saw you here with Parkway Drive last year and, like, there's nothing or no critiquing that I personally can give Killswitch because I think that every time you put something out, you know what you're doing. There's a strategy in place and you absolutely fucking nail it every time. Oh, you're so nice. Is somebody paying you to give these, uh, these comments? <laughs> no, but I've got to give a shout out to Janine who said that she misses you and loves you and wants you to give your doggies a little hug. Oh, Janine's wonderful. We need to come back to Australia. I, well, that was my next question. You know, we last saw you here with Parkway and, you know, you played a couple of sideshows for Melbourne and Sydney, nothing in Brisbane. When do we get Killswitch back again to play these new songs? I don't know. Hopefully as soon as possible because I love coming there. You know, the only thing that sucks is obviously flying there. But once you're there, it's, it's just like the greatest place ever. You sort of need to, like, create a holiday around it so you're not just playing shows and then having one day off in Melbourne, so to say. Come to Brisbane, I'll take you out up here. I mean, we, we don't have any beaches or anything like that, but surely we can go to the Gold Coast and get your tan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I spent some time on the Gold Coast last time I was there. It was fucking beautiful, man. It's a good place and, you know, a good place to unwind and, you know, have a beer, have a drink and, you know, maybe play a secret show somewhere, that kind of thing. Yeah, that would be sick. Well, talking about uh, the, the lighter side of your music, uh, Scott, who's a big fan, said that I had to ask this question, uh, otherwise he'll kill me. Um, he wanted to know, can he get an update on Times of Grace and the follow-up album? Have you got anything more to say about that or any developments? We are working on it right now. Uh, it's, it's been tough working on it because we've been pulled between so many things uh, in between tours now that the record's coming out. Uh, but... I have been in the midst of working on it for, God, like years now. It's just finding the time to get it done. Got about five or six songs pretty much 
almost finished. But, you know, waiting on Jesse, wanting to talk to him more about uh, some vocal parts. Um, I don't feel like singing the whole thing myself because I think my voice sounds like dick. So, <laughs> you know, I want to make sure I get Jesse, uh, you know, a big part of the, the record. And, you know, once again, having him find time to do it as well has been pretty tough. So yeah. we're, we're getting there. I'm hoping by the end of the year it will be completed. Uh, we'll see. Excellent. Obviously, you know, you're a busy man with so much going on, so I appreciate the time that you take out. The new album, Atonement, is great. Killswitch Engage at their absolute best. Get yourself a copy. Pre-order it now. Adam D., you fucking legend. Thank you so much for the chat. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. The Amity Afflictions Heaven and Hell East Coast Tour is fast approaching, featuring Under Oath, Cross Faith, Pagan, and a plethora of bands at the Brisbane Heaven and Hell Festival on September 14. This is your chance to catch some of the band's new songs from their latest album, Misery, plus a whole stack of international guests and local bands too. things off at Horton Pavilion in Sydney on September 12th, the Heaven and Hell Festival at River Stage in Brisbane on the 14th, and wrapping it all up Monday, September 16th at Melbourne Arena. Tickets on sale right now through livenation.com.au. Whoa, sound up against the wall. 
That right there is the band Light the Torch featuring former Killswitch Engage frontman Howard Jones. The song itself is called Lost in the Fire and it comes from their album Revival. If you haven't had a chance to check that album out yet but you appreciated Howard when he was in Killswitch Engage, definitely give it a listen, especially if you love the band's more heavier music. Now remember a couple of years ago that Legion Festival which tried to get off the ground the crowdfunded one? Well Light the Torch, who were formerly back then known as Devil You Know, were supposed to play that. Um, and we haven't seen the band make an announcement for a uh, tour in Australia ever since. They haven't come down since, we haven't seen them down here. So he's hoping somewhere in the future we see those guys make their debut and uh, you know Howard's return to Australia. He's got so many fans down here who want to see him and his new band this new entity so here's hoping someone can bring them down under and we see this band in full form in the not too distant future but a band that were just here a couple of months back supporting Nickelback of all bands is uh, Bad Wolves and a thing I wanted to mention about this band is I feel that they've been wrongfully categorised in like that dad rock kind of category because of the fact they did that Zombies cover the cover of the Cranberry song from back in the day it's a ballad it got played on commercial radio and it's kind of pigeonholed this band alongside Disturbed who you know obviously got big in the commercial radio world on the back of The Sound of Silence. Now if you go back and listen to Bad Wolves' album and, you know, this new single I'm about to play for you, you'll actually understand that they're a fully-fledged metal band and the fact that they supported Nickelback is so strange. I didn't go to the tour, A, because I've seen Nickelback before and I've made a promise to never, ever go see them again, but I can imagine a lot of fans wanted to go there and hear more songs like Zombie. However, when they played their metal songs, I can imagine the looks on the faces of all those people that were there and didn't expect them to be such a heavy band like that. Either way, if you can move away from this band just being known as the band who covered Zombie and go check out some of the heavier stuff, I guarantee you're going to love this one here. This is their brand new single. It's called I'll Be There on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
And this is Wall of Sound up against the wall.
from Slipknot's brand new album, We Are Not Your Kind, which is officially out now. That is the song Birth of the Cruel, a wall of sound up against the wall, and a great album. The best thing about this album when you listen to it, it's got a lot of elements from every single album the band have released so far, including Iowa, uh, one of the albums that a lot of fans have said that they wanted the band to return to those roots and, and bring back a lot of those heavier songs. The thing that I love about Slipknot is you listen to an album, you get a Slipknot album. Yes, there's going to be some kind of leaking over between Stone Sour because of the fact that Corey still does some of the more melodic songs on there. But I have to say this new album is some of the heaviest stuff we've seen Slipknot release over the past few years. And there's a lot of emotion behind this, whether it be all the drama that went down with Chris Fenn before the recording or during the recording process. And obviously the tragic passing of Clown's young daughter, which happened during the process as well. There's a lot of elements of that that go into this. So when you sit back and listen to every single song, yes, it's not going to be heavy the whole way through, but you're going to feel something when you listen to these songs. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, stop this podcast afterwards, after this next song, of course, and go give it a spin. I guarantee if you're an old fan and you kind of lost your way along the way, you'll be brought back in with We Are Not Your Kind. Desperately trying to get Corey back on the podcast again, so keep your fingers crossed for that one. But that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for checking us out. Don't forget to give it a like, subscribe, share it around, tell your mates about it, whatever it might be. I'm going to take a break next week. I've got a whole bunch of shit I need to catch up on, but I wanted to get this on for you. After 13 very long years, Tool fans have been waiting Waiting patiently for the very first sign of new music for them, and they dropped it. A 10-minute masterpiece, the title track from their forthcoming album. Yes, the album is announced. It's coming out August 30th, and this was your first taste from it. Brand new tool wrapping up the podcast. This is Fear Inoculum. A wall of sound up against the wall. My name is Brownie. I'll catch you real soon. Mm-hmm.